Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he who is the Lord of all, that word I say you know, which was published throughout all Judea, and began from Galilee, after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly, not to all people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. And while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all of them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as had come with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 10, verses 36 through 45. This is a beautiful passage, simple gospel, full of power and revelation. It is instruction in ministry and a demonstration of revival. It is what most in ministry seek, but miss. They try to obtain it in every other way except the one given. The passage says that the power of God was with Jesus, anointed by the Holy Ghost to save the lost, heal the sick, and cast out devils because God was with him. And why was God with him? Because he was the Word. As Peter began to tell Jesus' story and to validate it with his own witness of the miraculous things that he had seen of him. The Holy Ghost then began to move with anointing and power again, and many more were filled with him as they heard it. Because you see, my friend, you've got to understand this, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Therefore, it is the foolishness of preaching that God hath chosen to save the lost. The miracle signs and wonders will follow after when men have believed in him because that he has been preached. Remember that the Holy Spirit was given to help us to be a witness of Jesus, not of ourselves, not of politics or performance or money or personalities or fancy buildings, but of Jesus and of him only. 
It's not about the gifting. It's not about just using it or being heard or seen. It's about helping men to believe the word of God. And he who is the word manifest and made flesh among men, our Jesus. So preach the gospel. And Jesus, who is the anointing, will be with you. But not just any gospel. He says this gospel, the one that Jesus gave us, the teachings of Christ himself laid out in scripture, not complicated, not explained into oblivion, but spoken, professed, believed, and lived in. Remember, Paul tells us that the kingdom of God comes not only in word, but in demonstration. So not only do we have to speak it, but we have to believe it enough to be it. Every time you give a message, it will be tested to see if you are truly in agreement with it. And there is no power that will back you up if you just speak it. But then when it comes your turn to live it, you show that you don't really believe it with your actions. So worship the Father in spirit and in truth like he asked us to because he's searching for the ones, according to Jesus, who do such. It is this gospel that Jesus gave us that the Holy Spirit will come and manifest himself miraculously to back up. You have to spend time with him to get it, to be taught it by the Holy Spirit to learn the lessons of it and be corrected by it like Peter did. My friend, have you tarried with him until the Holy Ghost came and spoke unto you of him like Jesus said he would? Not speaking things of himself or of you or of other men, but of Jesus. Have you gotten a word about the Lord himself, a revelation of who he is? Have you had his words explained to you by the Holy Spirit? Oh, it's easy to get a word about another person. Any spirit can give you that. They're very observant. It's easy to get a word about yourself. Your flesh can give you that. You know what you desire more than anyone else. But the Holy Spirit comes to teach us of Jesus, to tell us of him, his plans and purposes. My friends, sit with the scriptures and the Holy Spirit and be instructed of Jesus like Peter, Paul, and the apostles did. Sit and learn his teachings and doctrine. Sit and hear his message. And then when given permission, go out and speak it by the power of the Holy Spirit. And God will be with you and in you and flowing out of you in an outpouring of grace, power, and anointing wherever he sends you. Because as the word goes forth, so will the glory of the kingdom of heaven sent to validate the truth of the message that God sacrificed to give us. My friend, Jesus is the manifestation of the word of God proven to us in flesh and blood. Preach that. Bring that. Release that. And revival will come. Because he who is revival is he who is the word. He always was, and he always will be.
Nothing's going to change that. There is no new thing that's going to save men, change them, resurrect them, bring revival again. It is the word when it is believed that causes the Holy Spirit to come and breathe life into them. And when it does, they will experience true resurrection, which is revival. By definition, bringing a dead thing back to life. John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among them. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John the baptizer bared witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake, he that cometh after me, which is preferred before me, for he was before me, and of his fullness have we all received. And grace for grace. You see, John tells us that in the beginning... He was the word. And then John the revelator in the book of Revelations gives us a description of Jesus's return, how it will end. And it says that he will be coming with his name written in his thigh and it will say King of Kings and Lord of Lord and the word of God. He always was. He always is. And he always will be. Revelation, redemption, and resurrection power can come by no other thing than believing the teachings of Jesus, who he is, what he did. So, my friend, preach it. But don't only preach it, believe it enough to live it and demonstrate it. And when you do, the signs and the wonders will follow after you. It will follow after those who believe. Because if there are manifestations and giftings without the preaching of the message of Jesus, the word of God, then it's another spirit coming to confuse and to confound. Because the Holy Spirit will not validate that which does not speak and point and teach and preach of Jesus. Matthew 28 verse 18 says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and lo I am with you always even unto the end of the world if you want he who is the anointing he who is salvation and redemption he who is the healer and the releaser of the Holy Spirit if you want he who is resurrection power to be in your ministry then you need him to be with you you need to be like Moses and say God I'm not going unless you go with me I might be able to walk into promises and blessings but it won't be any different than what the world is offering them unless you are in it and for him to be in it and endorse it he said you've got to go and teach them everything that he taught us everything that he said we can't leave anything out of it the encouragement the correction Genesis to Revelation, everything that is the message of Jesus. And we've got to preach how it all points to him. I'm giving you the method, my friend. Revival never came by any other means. 
and any gifting that moves for any other reason other than to be a witness of the message and deity of Jesus is a counterfeit spirit. It's Janus and Jambers mimicking the miracles of Moses in the courts of Egypt. What they do will only serve to distract people and pull their faith away from what God is really trying to say. Repent. Believe him. Put your faith in what he has been saying from the beginning. Oh Lord, help us. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to understand your message. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, so clearly, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God that by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called both of the Jews and of the Greeks. It is Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh and not many mighty men, nor many noble men are called of God. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and the abased things of the world and the things which are despised. These are the things which God has chosen. Yea, the things that are nothing to bring to nothing the things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption that according as it is written he that glorieth let him glory in the Lord my friend it's not that hard you don't need big stages you don't need finances you don't need backings and organizations and networkings you don't need anything but the king of kings who is the word of God and you need to believe it and speak it and be it. And you do not need degrees of men. Jesus himself was slandered of the Pharisees for not having this. He said to them, I am taught of my father. Paul had to unlearn what men had taught him in order to get the true word. He had to sit with Jesus personally and be taught by the Holy Spirit. Anyone can do this. He will teach you in the wilderness, my friend. He will take you through some things, but have patience. Sit with him, open the Bible, read it and say, Lord, you teach me. Show me personally. Take it to my level. If you've got to take me out in a garden and show me what you mean as I pull the weeds and tares out of a field. 
world. If you've got to take me to sit in a flock of sheep and show me the things you are speaking, you can do it even to those who cannot read. He can use you mightily, but you've got to be willing to humble yourself and say, I need you speak to me. And then you're going to have to test what you get. Is it speaking to you of yourself, your destiny, your glory? Is it speaking to you of everybody else and what's wrong with them and what you need to do to fix them? Or is it speaking to you of Jesus? Is it teaching you? Is it helping you understand his message? Is it taking you through trials and tribulations so that you can experience the truth of it personally? Because you can't teach what you have not yourself experienced. He will take you He will show you the word and then he will test it to see if you really believe it. And he will not send you to preach it until you have passed those testings. So if you're going unequipped and unready for it, it's because you sent yourself and he won't be with you because you'll preach the wrong message and he can't endorse you. So have patience. Learn his character. He has a place for you. Let him get you there. Everything you need to be an asset to the king is found in the word. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.